episode 28 of Hashtag No Filter. Excuse the voice if you hear a little bit of a raspiness or a nasal situation going on. I think my traveling finally caught up with me. Um, I was away. I've been away the past few weeks, as you've probably seen if you follow me on um, on Instagram. I actually recorded three podcasts when I was in Houston and two podcasts when I was in Florida. So I sort of took this show on the road, you know. Uh, but uh, no, I'm back in New York City, and I just like I'm getting over a cold, and yeah. But I, I have to say. This is hardly a raspy voice, but when I've gotten like really raspy, like when I've lost my voice, I love that. I love that raspiness. It just like makes me feel so sexy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Anyway, okay, let's get to today's episode. So this is a fun one. This is cool. And I I know I say this uh, before most episodes, but let me explain why this one is. So the woman I interviewed today, I actually work very closely with, and I've been working with her for over over two years now um, um, on her website. And her name's Carrie Colbert, and a lot of you are probably familiar with her. If not, she runs the site CarrieColbert.com, which is a lifestyle destination, fashion and lifestyle uh, resource um, full of very colorful content. Um, the, the slogan is more color, please. She's the queen of color, um, as people do call her that. So I think it's really cool. You know, when you, when you know someone really well, you know, in your personal life and in your professional life. So, cause Carrie and I have of course also become friends. So I know her, you know, in terms of, you know, in terms of our friendship and in terms of working together. And it's cool though, when you then get to interview them, you know, and, and ask them questions that you're not necessarily asking these questions to them every day. So it's kind of fun to like dig a little deeper into things that you might not talk about every day. Um, and then put it on the podcast. So, and this is actually her first podcast. So that's cool too. And yeah, I just thought it was really fun to be able to interview someone that, you know, you kind of, you work with every day in a certain capacity and then now you get to hear from them in a completely different arena. So it's pretty cool. So keep on listening. It's a really great episode. We talked all about how, you know, Carrie actually had a baby um, unexpectedly not, not unexpectedly where like it just came out of her that I, I don't, does that happen? But unexpectedly where it wasn't planned for. Um, and she's been a single mother and, and we talked kind of how that's gone. You know, she's had, a, she had a really kind of rough uh, bit of last year and she talks about that and, you know, just how she got through it and how she kind of, you know, she um, had to reevaluate things, you know, at the beginning of this year um, to see how she's going to propel forward. And um, so that we talked all about that, um, as well as about her upbringing and how that's affected who she is today. We talked about um, how, you know, she manages, you know, running this business as well as being a single mother, as well as, you know, just daily, you know, life obligations. We talked about how she, she was in the oil and gas industry for almost 20 years and she left that to start carriecolbert.com so uh, we kind of talked about that transition and advice for those who are feeling a little burnt out at their day job and looking to you know start something new for themselves something more creative more fulfilling um, but anyway what just keep listening um so I don't just give everything away in this intro <laughs> so without further ado here's Carrie Colbert hello Carrie Hi, Julie. So we, as I said in the intro, we have Carrie Colbert here, and she's a little nervous. I'm really nervous, which is weird, <laughs> given that A, we work together, right? B, you're one of my best friends. And she speaks in front of people at like conferences and things. 
Yeah, I've done a lot of public speaking, but for some reason, sitting down with you over wine on a show called Hashtag No Filter has got me really nervous. She's very nervous. <laughs> so we're going to ease yes. in. We're drinking our wine. We're drinking our Prosecco. It's all good. So we're going to start easy. Um, <laughs> give a little background, your story, how you got here today. From the way back, where are you from? How you got here? Okay. Um, wow. That's a that's a big question. I'll just make it real brief. So I grew up in a small town in the middle of nowhere in the Texas Panhandle. Um, then went to school in Austin at UT. Studied petroleum engineering. Uh, graduated at the top of my class. Total nerd. You're such a nerd. Um, Three point nine eight GPA. Jeez. GPA. And I love spreadsheets, as you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. she so does. Total engineering nerd. Um, moved to Houston for my job, and I was in the oil and gas industry for, um, I like to round up and say almost 20 years. I guess it was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, working in engineering and finance as well. I got my MBA while I was working, and so um, kind of moved over to the uh, finance side, was in kind of manager and executive positions mm-hmm. for um, you know the last part of my career. Loved what I did, loved business. I worked in a very entrepreneurial environment, um, very intense, um, very um, uh, hardcore sort mm-hmm. of environment. So worked a lot. Um, and so there came to a point where I was just done. I was just burned out right. of that environment and that business. Um, but I still love business. And so about three years ago, decided to quote unquote retire mm-hmm. and um, leave that industry altogether and try a new challenge. Which is? (laughs) Yeah. So I wanted to uh, kind of apply my um, business acumen, if you will, to a new arena and learn a new business. So I started CarrieColbert.com, where our our slogan is More Color, Please. Mm -hmm. And so we um, publish all sorts of content on our website and on social media and so on and so forth about colorful living. Um, Our mission is to empower women to live, think, and dress with more color. And so it's all about living boldly. Uh, living our best lives, mm-hmm. not to be too cheesy, but uh, it's we, not cheesy though. <laughs> we we write about all sorts of colorful content from fashion, travel, lifestyle, business, uh, and more. Yeah, and, and when that... I say we, I mean you, <laughs> me, and the team. Yeah, <laughs> all of us. Yeah, um, Couldn't so do it without so you. obviously Carrie as. Some of you know, some of you don't. We work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've known Carrie for a while now. Um, okay, talk a little bit about growing up in like small town Texas. What was that like? Yeah, well, one little snippet that I'll give you, one little factoid that pretty much exemplifies the life there. If we wanted to go to a Walmart, if. Right. I'm not saying that one would. Right. But if one <laughs> but had, if you a, wanted to. had a hankering to go to Walmart, <laughs> you would have to drive across two state lines. I didn't know that. That's how isolated we were. So... Just if you go as far north as you can be in Texas, that's where Perryton is. And, oh my gosh. And so to go to Walmart, the closest Walmart was in Kansas. Wait, but couldn't you just <laughs> go north to Oklahoma? Right, and you would have to cross Oklahoma, that skinny oh, part of Oklahoma, my... and then go to Kansas to go to Walmart. That's insane. Did you have yeah. anything in the town? Like no, nothing. No, no. There's Walmart, no town. No. It wasn't like there was a town. I mean, it was like seven thousand people or whatever. Oh my um, gosh. But if you wanted to go to a mall or an airport, the closest place was Amarillo, which was a two-hour drive. Oh my gosh. So when people say, when I tell people that I, we, I'm from a town north of Amarillo, they're like. I didn't think the state went any further <laughs> north than Amarillo. I'm like, yep, 140 miles north of Amarillo. Oh my, so, so it was middle of nowhere. Wow. So it wasn't just small. It was very isolated. And so my family wasn't originally from there. So um, I always felt like a bit of an outsider because yeah. everyone had like cousins and extended <laughs> family. And oh, well, this family did this and this family did that. And 
you're kind of from the outside. And you lived there until... Until I... I was born in Denver. I lived there until I was two. Right, right. Then moved to Perryton, and I grew up there, lived there until um, I went to college. And so I moved from a town of 7,000 to a city and went to a university that had 49,000 people on campus. And no one else from my town was going to school there. I didn't know anyone. I just picked up and packed everything in my... Pontiac Grand Prix right. and, and drove 550 miles oh, to Austin and made my life there. And never looked back. Like you were never going to go back and no, live in. That no, was never no, an, a, no, an option I, for you. I could not But you were so, were you into fashion then? No. Okay. Fact, so I was so, like not fashionable at all. <laughs> I wish we had I mean, pictures. So I, I played golf um, growing right. up competitively and um, I worked in the pro shop at the golf course. And so Aww. like a lot of my clothes would be clothes that I would get <laughs> for, you know, right. discount or free or whatever right. the... The golf course. So think lots of like golf shorts okay. or denim shorts. And like polo like and exactly the, polo okay. golf shirts. Okay. I would wear that around campus and that was that was my We should deal. do a, a blog post about that old yikes, fashion. Yikes. Um but so so in terms of when I got into fashion, yeah. I would say like as I started working and and got a little bit more financial right, like, right, security right. and um, you know, success financially and you know, I started getting into the concept of how you dress yourself really projects an image. Right. Um, and so be sure you're sending the right image. So that right. was probably when I realized that you could kind of play around with how people perceive mm-hmm. you upon initial impressions. Right. And so on and so forth. I wanted to kind of put myself out there in the right way, um, professionally right. speaking. Right. So how would you say when you were younger growing up in this small town, and I'm going to reference an article that I'll link to um, in the show notes, that you wrote on Mother's Day, um, and it's very you know touchy, personal subject. Wait, I uh, thought we were starting off like low, I know, like easy. I just kind of jumped. You, you got deep. <laughs> but we'll go back. We'll go oh, back. Okay, fine. <laughs> like I'll I'm pour my, more wine I feel as like we go. I'm at my therapist office, right? We Let's go to go. we go to the same therapist. <laughs> we do. Too. Thank you, so. Julie, for the recommendation. <laughs> Stephanie with an F. Stephanie with an F. Maybe she'll be listening right now. Um, <laughs> as I pour more wine. Okay, so. She wrote an article, um, Carrie, you wrote an article about, on Mother's Day, um, about your, a little bit about your relationship with your mom, how you don't really have a relationship with yeah. your mom and how that, um, kind of like, how did that shape you who you are today as a mother to Elle? And we're going to get into like Elle soon. Right. So I have a one and a half year old. So right. I'm 41 and a half, mm-hmm. almost 42. Um, so yeah, I had a surprise baby at age 40, right. which I guess we'll get into. Um, yep. But yeah, so, um, gosh. Take me back to my childhood. Right. We well, you know, you know, like, because <laughs> <laughs> you have to read the article Not though. That article. So, so I think yeah. that I, I came across some quote that really spoke to me, mm-hmm. and it said something to the effect of, "We all have um, two chances to have a healthy parent-child relationship. Right. The first one, we don't really have any say in. You know, you either get in the right line for parents or the wrong line for parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just kind of get what you, don't you choose them. Get yeah. what you get there. Yeah. But then the second chance is on the flip side of that when you become a parent. And so um, it really means a lot to me to kind of have the opportunity to give my daughter what mm-hmm. I didn't have. Right. And of course, I of course don't in any means, um, in any way, mean material goods. I mean, in terms of, of course. love, affection, um, being you know, there, right? Yeah, all of that sort of stuff, all the good things. So, yeah, I mean, I'll make a long story short. Um, you know, I'll make something that took years of therapy and years of maturing and mm-hmm. growing up down to, you know, 20 second snippet. My parents divorced when I was about nine. My mother remarried someone who was very um, abusive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I lived in that sort of household um, 
from the time I guess I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 mm-hmm. until I graduated. So um, my way of dealing with that was very much trying to perform. Right. Right. And so if I can just be good enough, do good enough, um, achieve enough, mm-hmm. I'll kind of show them that they didn't mess me up. Right, right, um, right. It worked for a really long time. I, I, yeah. I'm really good at I like, mean, achieving and performing. And you're like one of the smartest people I know. So. <laughs> yeah, but eventually we all have to kind of deal with that, that emotional yeah, stuff. Yeah, so that crap. I know, Because we're know. good therapists like Stephanie come in. So speaking of my favorite, one of my very favorite people, Elle. Elle is Carrie's daughter. Um, she is just <laughs> oh, like the light of, I mean, she is just beyond words. I wish she was here right now. What, so, okay, as Carrie mentioned, so you had a surprise baby. I mean, not, I mean, not surprise, like, ooh, it just came out, but like a surprise baby. So talk about that. I wish y'all could see the emotions that Julia just made when she said, ooh, surprise Surprise baby. Uh, There we go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'd already quit my job. Right. Um, or retired from my corporate career, which was a very, um, how shall I say, it was a great company. In fact, it's always great places to work in America. Um, very entrepreneurial. Right. I learned so many valuable lessons. On the flip side, I will say it was a very um, kind of restrictive, old school atmosphere, yeah. like in terms of not a lot of flexibility mm. in terms of schedule or certainly no work from home sort of option. So I spent a lot of hours in the office, late nights, you know, weekends, all that sort of stuff. And, and I also went back and got my MBA while I was working there. Right. So lots of hours would not have been conducive to a family. And, and so I mean, the question of having kids, one, my career wasn't conducive to it. Two, I wasn't certain that I wanted to do mm-hmm. that because of my experience. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I just didn't have a good role model right. in terms of a, a mother. And um, I should say before any of this is taken out of context, <laughs> my dad remarried. And, right. and so I've had a, a stepmother forever and she's a wonderful person. And so I, I don't mean to diminish that. Right. My own mother was not a, a, a good example. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, so I don't know. I was really iffy on the whole kid thing. Yeah. And um, and so then I um, retired, and I was traveling a lot and having a lot of fun. And then it happened. I got pregnant. And at this point, I would say um, it's one of those things that everything happens for a reason, exactly yeah. when it's supposed to. So I'm very blessed and grateful that um, you know we work out of my house and mm-hmm. we have a flexible working schedule, and I get to be around when mm-hmm. my daughter does a lot of her cute things, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's her first steps or crawling or just being her normal, crazy, cute, cute self. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No shortage of personality. Oh with my that God. One. So she's already cooler than all of us, right? Beyond Jude? cooler. Did yeah. you see her in the farmer's market this weekend? Oh, no, oh, I know. I can't deal. But, <laughs> so she's, she's super cute and fun. And like, I'm just so happy for the stage of life in which mm-hmm. I'm in and just kind of the way everything works out the way right. it's supposed to. Right. Um, in terms of my, you know, professional situation, all sorts of other factors. Right. I, I would have been a horrible mother in my 20s or even no. 30s. Probably. Well, well I don't know. No. I'll just say I wasn't <laughs> ready. Okay? Right. You weren't ready. I had my own issues to work through. I had to kind of like have my success career-wise. Right, right, right. Now, like, she's the just timing. the coolest thing ever. And when you first found out you were pregnant, obviously it wasn't, you weren't planning for it. What was the initial reaction? Yeah. So <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize I was for the longest time because... Oh. Um, yeah, no, because I was traveling overseas a lot that fall. Mm-hmm. So, like, from, I don't know, there was maybe a six-week stretch where I was pretty much out of the country, more or less. I would come back to repack my bags, but, like, we were in Mexico for a friend's wedding, of course, drinking right. margaritas. And then I went to London for a, a 
intensive at the London right. Business School and also just a week there for vacation. Of course, having martinis and stuff there. Right. And then I had the um, uh, good fortune of going to New Zealand as right. a guest of Air New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, which is a story un- unto itself. I, I was in a major trip. earthquake and all right. sorts of craziness. But I just remember on that trip, I was so tired and I just... I had to skip out on dinner because I'm like, I just have no energy. They've just packed this itinerary too full. Like, oh I'm so God. tired. Did Are they not allowing any downtime? I need to sleep. Oh and I was so God. tired. And then I got home from New Zealand and I thought, I thought, gosh, I just cannot shake this jet lag. I am exhausted. And it would be 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and I just couldn't get out of bed. Oh, my God. And then it finally dawned on me right. the day before Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, my gosh. So how far along? Oh, she was. Um, I was already like eight weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, so you were shocked. Shocked, completely (laughs) shocked. I was forty. Um, I'll I'll say this. I don't, you know, I don't like to share other people's business, but her dad was sixty at the time, and I was on birth control, so things happen. Right. It wasn't planned for. No. No. And so I was in shock. It was the day before Thanksgiving, and I, I had had I only taken a pregnancy test one other time in my life and that was earlier that year because I was having some health issues oh, related okay. to a, a bunch of um, uh, lethargy just mm-hmm. kind of lack of energy mm-hmm. and and it was a girlfriend had mentioned that being a possibility I was like heck no but you know you, you buy did, a two pack right you do buy a two pack so <laughs> I take I took one that spring and it was a negative and so I had that one left and I took it and oh. it was positive I was what? like oh hell no oh hell no no and oh, so I ran to the Walgreens down the street here, yeah. and I bought whatever the nicer, more right, expensive, right, right. you know, where it like says in words, not in lines. Right, like it's gonna right. Tell you for sure. And I took it back home and I did that, and it, I mean, just it said pregnant, clear as day. Oh my god! And, and hello. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. And thus so began the craziest unplanned journey of my life ever. Um. So how, as you said, you don't like to share other, of course, other people's stories, but you you have been a single mother. Uh, for all yes. purposes. So, so. Um, a real high level for those of you who may not know me or may not know, Elle's father and I had been together for about seven years. Right. Um, it was not um, his plan to have a baby, mm-hmm. nor was it mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, things didn't work out right. there, um, much to my chagrin. Right. Um, you know, I, of course, would have loved to have, in an ideal world, to, to raise Elle in a you know, married, loving environment. Right. That, that just wasn't going to be the case. And um, anyway, so yes, I've been single since she was about 11 months old. And she's right. 19 months now. Right. So um, yeah, yeah, it was tough. Yeah. So how, it was tough. yeah, how, how, I mean, that couldn't have been easy going from, I mean, you, you moved out. I mean, you live in your a new place yeah. now. Yeah. How, how, last year was rough. Yeah. And I got to say, I just was looking back now. I can see totally that I was surviving, not thriving. Right. Um, but I mean, that's okay. Like that's all I could do. I mean, I was telling you guys who work right. with me and my close friends and family, like, I'm like, look, I am working hard to provide a good, you know, I have three priorities right now. Right. Working hard to provide for Elle and me. Right. Taking care of myself and right. taking care of Elle. Right. If something falls outside of those three categories, yeah. like, I just literally did not have the bandwidth to no, take it on. No, you couldn't. I just couldn't. Like, I didn't socialize. I didn't I mean, you did the best you any. could. I you did. 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 I did. And we, we got through that transition. Right, right. Um, you know, I, I thinking back, I had to throw... Oh, I didn't have to, but I threw her first birthday party. Which was amazing. Three weeks after we moved I in. Like, we I know, I know. We didn't have furniture. We didn't, like... 
Thankfully, yeah. I'm surrounded by a lot of um, love, a lot of good friends, a lot of support. But that was three weeks it was, after. It was three weeks after we moved into this new house. Some people didn't even know that, you know, we were doing, yeah, I mean. Yeah, the was, whole thing. Looking back, it's nuts. And there was a lot more craziness to it that, like I said, I won't share because it's not mine. Um, it involves other parts. Right, right, It right, is right, my right. story, just, but yes. it's not just my story. Right. So suffice it to say, the, um, you know, moving wasn't the last curveball. There were other curveballs right. to be thrown um, right. towards us in the fall and yep. in holiday season. And oh, in the end, in the end of last year, and and this was also um, in a an article Carrie wrote recently. The end of last year was was rough. I mean, last yeah. And we we were talking. One of your favorite quotes, or something we've talked about, is you had like the happiest, most joyful year because of L, yeah. but also the hardest year of your life. Yeah. And but they go hand in hand. It's kind of crazy. I think I used to think. Um, that there were like joyful times in life mm-hmm. and then there were sad times. You know, there were good times and there were right. bad times. There were mountain peaks and then there were right. valleys. But I think more and more, I mean, I've come to understand and realize that they, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Like they're on the same track, mm-hmm. right? Like it was the hardest year, but yet the best year. Right. Such immense joy for my daughter and such immense heartache mm-hmm. for, you mm-hmm. know, other situations. Such immense pride at, at some professional successes right. um but yet such some uh, uh, immense sadness so, yeah. and loneliness at times yeah. and i mean thankfully i'm i'm on the other side of that and feeling yeah. better but it you know maybe it's a, a design that way on purpose we couldn't take it if it was all sadness at right once. right and it makes you appreciate the good and yeah all yeah that. blah blah blah, blah, right? blah. Like, no, but like when you're I'm in kidding. it it kind of sucks yeah yeah but thankfully there there's joy in the pain yes and, and vice versa but yeah so it was a weird um um paradox yeah of times right like there's the best of times and the and worst there, of times. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even in like, so this year, um, for those who don't know, we didn't write an, we didn't write articles the first, we kind of like were off the first week or not off, but like took off. And the first week of January. The first week of January. January. And you, cause a lot of people were starting back up January 1st or whatever it was. And Carrie wrote a very honest letter and told the team, you know what? We're not ready yet. We're not, yeah. we're going to take a minute. And yeah, like, you had to do what was true. best. And I didn't know that was coming. Right. Like, I knew I was running on empty, but we got to the end of the year, um, Business-wise with, you know, CarrieColbert.com and our Instagram at Carrie C. Yes. Not yet, no, um, we got to the end of the year. We met all of our deadlines, and I think my my whole being just started to shut down. Like, yeah. I had nothing more to give yeah. for anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. And then New Year's Eve came. I, you know, I'm usually, I like New Year's okay, usually. I mean, yeah, sure, I'm all about, right. like, setting intentions or choosing a one little word. This year, I ended up crying on New Year's Eve. Right. I think just the weight of everything that I mean, happened, like, just hit me. Quite a year. <laughs> and I got that out of the way, thankfully. Well, uh, even more so. I have a, a dear friend, generous, good-hearted, mm. that happened to invite me um, to, to her house in Cabo. Oh, perfect timing. Yes, on New Year's Day. So I just said, you know what? Like, I cried on New Year's Eve. I got it all out. Then we headed to Cabo on New mm-hmm. Year's Day. We were there for the first week of the year and being offline, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of refueling, recharging, um, and deciding like, okay, all that crap's behind mm-hmm. us now. Like we're going to move forward. Like yeah. we can do this. And right. so anyway, but I, I just needed that little bit more yeah. time to like decompress, right. process right. or whatever. But right. Yeah. And so. it was what needed to happen. The, yep, yep. the life will go on, you know, like we always say, like 
we like the website is we have such a mission and to empower women and it's such a great thing but it's not brain so you know we yeah 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 you know life will go on if we start a week later than yeah. we planned yeah exactly and and continuing on with that thought i mean you also just can't give what you don't no. have and, right. and when there's a disconnect between your kind of internal self and what you're projecting out there right it, it's going to catch up with you right that's a dangerous place right. to live when you're putting a message out into mm-hmm. the world that you yourself aren't abiding right. by living by right. so anyway i think that's important for any leaders yeah. out there i mean more than just you know influencers or bloggers right. or really anyone like anytime you sense that like what you're preaching doesn't match up with what you're practicing right. i mean you really need to pause and kind of reset so yes. those can align better because your your authenticity is what people are they want authentic they want realness and so yeah. that, that needs to be there and yeah. you're not feeling connected how can you do it Absolutely. So how, so now we're past the hump of hell, hell yeah. and, and the, uh, the worst of times, and best of times and worst of times, but how has it been? I mean, you're running your own business. You are also um, very involved with Packed Party, which um, she's explained what you do with them before we okay, keep going. So um, I was fortunate because of having, you know, a long career um, in uh, an established industry. Um, and I worked for a very entrepreneurial company right. where I had a piece of ownership and, right. I was fortunate through several large transactions we did to to create some you know decent um, personal wealth for myself, right. um, and so over the, after I retired, I, I sat on that for a while and tried to figure out what to do with it. And I looked at a lot of deals, I looked at a lot of you know um, proposals that came my way, mm-hmm. and I looked at doing some oil and gas investing or even starting my own kind of oil and gas mm-hmm. consulting firm, all this sort of stuff, but. Nothing just felt really right. And so as I looked at more, I, I realized that my um, passion in terms of business um, was in the arena of female-founded and mm-hmm. run businesses because I came from a very male-dominated industry. Right. And, you know, I was one of those that, again, like being a, an achiever and producer, like I always thought, hey, my achievements can stand on their own. I am good. I am, you know, I don't need any of this like women in engineering crap or these clubs to kind of prop me up. That's the way I thought about it 20 plus years ago, right? I mean, like I just thought, no, I'm just going to rise to the top Mm -hmm. through my hard work and my my achievements and that's enough. And, you know, I mean, I still believe that to a large extent and parts of that, right? Like you do have to work hard. Mm -hmm. You do have to produce results. Mm But at the same time, there are still inherent biases built in um, to certain industries, certain businesses. Um, I actually experienced it more as I advanced in my career. Huh. Like I think early on in, in your career, it's like great. They're they're happy to have you know females right. to fill spots, if you will. I mean, I hate that notion, but yeah, it's sometimes as you move up in industries, you're less and less represented. Say in the boardrooms, mm-hmm. in the um, you know, kind of in the C-suite, all that sort of right. stuff. And so, I mean, there were many, many times when I was, you know, the only female in a room, oh you know. And, and look, I had a lot of success. I'm not trying to say that yeah. I was, gosh, I was discriminated against. No. It's just observations yeah. that I had. Um, and then also being in this creative industry now, I see some of the lack of business acumen in some creative mm-hmm. women. And mm-hmm. so it's been a, a become a big passion of mine to invest both with money and time and energy mm-hmm. into female founded and run right. businesses. 
the um, by far biggest investment I've made um, and the one I'm most proud of and most involved with is a company called Pact Party mm-hmm. out of Austin. So Pact Party was founded by Jordan Jones five years ago when she was just 23 years old. So crazy. And, uh, you know, I could do a whole podcast about that. We should have Jordan We should have. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. For sure. For Hi, sure. Jordan. Definitely. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> please say yes when we, we hit you up for this. It's um, an unbelievable story. She's story. amazing, and she has the hustle mm-hmm. and heart and creativity and sales drive. I mean, she can do all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, she didn't have any sort of business background prior to this. She was right. 23 at the time. And, and she actually, by the way, she and I um, initially connected through Instagram so years ago. Yeah. And then when I was going to Austin for some other um, endeavors, I would, um, we got together in person a few times. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't ready to take on an investor at the time, but, um, or to form a board or anything like that. But I, you know, just kind of felt like we were going to work together at some point yeah. in time. And so when the time was right, she reached back out. And, um, and I just knew without a doubt um, yeah. that it was the right thing to do. I mean, mm-hmm. it was scary because, you know, the company yeah. was um, still kind of a, at a in its infancy or right. was at a big turning point. And so there was inherent risk, but I trusted Jordan. Right. Um, I knew that she was going to make this thing and, succeed. And, and since then, we've closed another round of financing, and, and Jordan and, and her team are just killing it. We've got killing some really it. exciting things coming tomorrow, up. Tomorrow, although this won't be up. By, it, the new, the new um, oh, yeah. blind launch is tomorrow. Yeah, I saw. yeah, yeah. There's some this spring. won't be up, but you'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> there but, should be some really cute spring um, um, items coming up on the yeah. website soon. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I think it's the best, most colorful, most creative yeah. collection it's uh, in whole. It's such a great brand. Yeah. So, packed part, so Carrie Colbert, Carrie of CarrieColbert.com, also packed party, and you have a child who's 19 yeah. months old. How do you do it all? <laughs> oh, gosh. This whole notion of doing it all. I or how, I mean, yeah. you're running a business. You're an investor in another. I mean, so how do you do it? I mean, you're busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so how I do it all. I mean, I joke that I, I work harder than ever and, um, mm. you know, make less income, you know. Right. And I mean that tongue-in-cheek, obviously, yeah. with my own business and certainly pack party. We're building long-term value, but in terms of getting a regular paycheck, I don't have a lot to show for this month. No, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, so... How I do it, I would say I've got a great support system. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not have any family that lives locally. Right. Um, I wish my sister is like my best. Kelly, move back. Exactly, Kiki. Kiki, um, <laughs> Kiki is uh, well, my sister Kelly, <laughs> who now goes by Kiki. Thanks she's to in my, my phone as Kiki. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's in my phone as Kiki. You're in my phone as Juju. So um, anyway, uh, yeah. So she's like Elle's favorite person Aww. on the planet, and we wish she. Would move back to Houston, um, pretty yeah. pleased. But yeah, and so no family locally. Um, Elle's father um, travels a lot, and he doesn't have any family locally right. either. Um, so it's just kind of us, right? Um, with a lot of help from friends, right? And then I have the best nanny on the planet ever. Yeah, I said if I so, ever have a kid, Tita. Yeah, <laughs> she she was a total godsend, and that was just, and I mean that very literally, She's like. So I didn't know what my plans were right. um, after having Elle and my neighbor recommend. It was like a friend of her yeah, nanny's. Was- and Tita came oh. over to interview. It was the week we were having um, the um, sprinkle for Elle over here at your house. Oh, the, um, that, the sip and see the thing. The sip and yes, see, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I said sprinkle. But, you know, but, I don't know, um, some yes. little baby shower thing. But we had some other projects we had to yes. photograph that week. Mm-hmm. So I had to do some yep. work. Elle was about six weeks old. And so I texted this lady that my neighbor gave me the number two. And I was like, hi, I need someone to watch my baby for a few hours for a few days this week. Can you do that? And she said, 
hi, Miss Carrie, when can I come over and meet you? And I said, uh, this was like on a Sunday night. Right. I said, uh, tomorrow morning. She's like, great, I'll be there. And then, so Havita came over right. to the house, and she basically interviewed me. I was on the <laughs> she spot. She <would. laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And she told me right there, she's like, great, you're the family I've been praying for. I prayed for a family that with just one baby and just oh. one, um, for it to be a baby where I can train her up right. from the very beginning. Right. And teach her, you know, using my, yeah. my program. <laughs> she has a good program. Oh, yeah. She should write a book. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and um, so... Anyway, and I was like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, all this sounds great. When can you start? Do you have plans today? And <laughs> she said, well, let me go drop my children off at someone's house. Right, you know, stay. right. And, and she's like, yeah, I'll be right back. And she started right then. Right and, there. and then she started. That's when and she started. That, yeah. And from oh then on God. out, um, we've just worked together as a team. And, and she's she, like family. And she's yeah, family she now. is family. And so she and her husband and children are like Elle's extended family. Mm. And it's just... I mean, I couldn't have scripted a better, no. you know, situation for us. Um, and through, you know, all the ups and downs yeah. and changes and all that, Hobita and I have found a way to just really work together right. as a team. Right. You know, I, we adjust when she needs it. She adjusts right, when I need right. it. You know, it's just a lot of give and take. <sighs> and um, in terms of like getting work done, I mean, Julie knows like my schedule is just crazy. Like I work when I can. Right. Um, it may be early in the morning. It may be right. late at night. So it's just hours here and there. Right. Right. Like right. you just have to grab them. You, you just can. have to. Exactly. But Hobita's amazing. We love her. We love her. <laughs> we do. And what about, actually, this was um, a question from someone. We're on the topic, so I'll just ask it now. Um, does Elle have other siblings through Pat, through other? Okay. Uh, she has um, three older mm-hmm. siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, her father's children. Um, and they're 20, let me get this right, they're 21, 24, and 26. Wow. Yeah. That's special. And they all um, live in Austin, yeah. Texas. So short drive from here, but they're back in Houston. And, and I've got to say, I've just been really impressed with, one, how they took the news of getting yeah. a, a baby sibling, and then two, how they've made an effort yeah. to be involved in her life. So, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's, really impressed. She I mean, has a lot of people that love her around her. I wish she was absolutely. here right now. Oh, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to get a word We wouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is so, the most relaxed I've been in a while. Do you need more? No, you're good. fine. Okay. Um, okay, so we were talking about doing it all. So now what you've been more open on your social or on the blog and social media more recently. Like we talked about earlier, the articles you've written recently, how do you decide what to share and what to keep private? Cause you aren't the most open with yeah. your personal life. Yeah. You are more now. It's but. a good question. So, um, when I started, um, when I start, so back when blogs were just start, I don't know if you know this actually, no, when blogs were just starting, like back in the day, secret life, I was, um, very into scrapbooking when that was, you know, this, this is far. a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> so like I've always had a side gig, I guess. So like a creative endeavor. So this was when I had just graduated from college. So call it early two thousands. And I was working at my first job out of school right. and I would be an engineer by day. And then at night scrapbooking. And so now we're crazy. not talking like the cheesy, like stickers and die right. like scrapbooking had a moment of being kind of like modern and yeah. graphic design sort of right. like, cool stuff anyway. And so I got really into that. And um, there were magazines about scrapbooking at time mm-hmm. and at that time, and so I was actually an editor for Better Homes and Gardens. I forget about that <laughs> a lot. This is not even where I was going, I don't think. So because that I think I knew. Yes. So 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 I had a blog at the time. That's where I was going. So I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was an editor at Better Homes and Gardens. I had a monthly column in their magazine. They had a scrapbooking magazine. 
Um, and Jeez. so I forget what it's called, like design with Do they mirrors. have it still? No, uh, I think all the scrapbooking magazines have oh, kind of gone sad. by the wayside, most of them anyway. Um, but you had a blog? Yeah, and so it was called, yeah, we've never talked about this, no. I had a blog called Handle Life with Care. Are you serious? my friends back then all call me Care. Care? Yeah. Is it still, no, like, we can't no, even go to it? No, What did you write about? Like all sort of personal stuff then, right? Like that's what blogs were, they were early back in the day. And oh so through scrapbooking, just in case anyone um, follows these people or knows them, through scrapbooking and blogs is how I um, knew Elsie Larson right. of A Beautiful Mess. So right. Elsie and I have known each other for 15 plus years. And then Allie Edwards, right. who is still in the scrapbooking world, modern memory keeping. If you're into that sort of thing, she's amazing. go follow <laughs> AllieEdwards.com. Um, but yeah, so we all had blogs and we wrote about, you know, we shared our scrapbooking stuff and That's we wrote about, crazy. you know, getting engaged and married and people had kids. So and, you used to, you were, you shared your personal yeah. life back then. And then, so I got married right. and I got, you know, got then subsequently got divorced. Right. Um, I started blogging less when I was in MBA, MBA school. But then when I got divorced and there were these nasty message boards that wrote shit about people. Like yeah. Well, it wasn't oh, that back then. But no. There yes, were just like all that. these message boards that like would, you know, just try to tear people yeah. down if they were going yeah. through, you know. And so, I mean, I had all sorts of ugly things said about me. And so, you know, one, I, I basically like got off all social media and all, oh. you know, deleted my blog and everything at the time. And. I, wow. I vowed I would never put myself out there for such criticism again. Oh, so that's real. Uh -huh. That's why you're not. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. So that's when that happened. And so then, when I was still working um, in oil and gas, I was considering starting a fashion blog. Right. And I, I think I, I talked to Elsie about this. And then also, I got together with some friends in Oregon at Allie's house, and we talked about this too. Um, some people that are in the the blogging space, right. totally different arenas, but. There were a group of four or five uh, friends there, and and we talked about um, you know having specific boundaries for yourself in terms of what you will and won't talk right. about, and how you can seem open and accessible, and be I mean you're being genuine, right? But yet there are still topics that you won't talk course, about, yeah. right? And so um, you know I we talked about what some of those lines were um, for others, you know, and that they won't cross and whatnot. And for me at the time, I was like. Okay, yeah, I am just going to talk about fashion and travel. Like, I am not going to talk about anything else. I'm not going to share about my life. Like, no. Right. Because I've been there, done that. Oh. And so, I, you know, and plus I wanted it to be, for me, I knew this go around. It was a business. Idea, right, right. Right. Like, it was all about kind of building a business, not about, you know, being blah, 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 sharing right. all my personal details. And, and I got to admit that in my first go around at blogging, I probably, like, overshared like when the 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 scrapbooking yes. days, yeah, 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 like on yeah, both in scrapbooking and on the blog. Right. Like when you're using those outlets as a way to process your own feelings, mm -hmm. like at the, during the moment, mm -hmm. I think that can border on unhealthy. Like uh -huh. You're wanting head it can be very cathartic, yeah, <laughs> but it's but maybe yeah. you're trying to get head pats or reassurance yep. Yep. or feedback, and for me, that's not a healthy place right. to live. Um, for some people, it may be, and so that's why one reason anyway. Um, even with my, my major life change that happened in gosh, last May, right. I didn't share anything about it until January. Uh, like yeah. for me, I kind of have to get to a healthy place on my own before I'm right. You know, I hold things very close and sacred, um, hold them close to my heart and consider a lot of things very sacred and I have to be ready to share right, it with people. Right. Right. And so get through it. Right. Yeah. So, so I approach this like, Oh, I'm just going to talk about the fashion aspect and, and, travel aspect right. because that's what I was really into at that time 
but things change and life evolves yeah. and and really where I am now not only do I have a kid I'm not you know by the way not saying this is turning into some mommy blog no or no of course not but life evolves mm-hmm. and right now where I am I I just have this thirst mm-hmm. for something deeper mm-hmm. in terms of I want to bring more value and more meaningful content to our audience right. than just all the consumerism right trust me I love fashion of I course. love a good colorful you know well-styled moment you know beautiful photo that's great yeah but gosh there's just so much more to life totally. that excites me these days and it it can inspire others and it's empowering others i mean that's the whole mission right. behind the site and right. but that's why you know we you've seen um carrie we haven't done as many outfit posts no. recently and we're writing you know, as you've probably noticed deeper articles and more informative and really uh, there's more to it <laughs> yeah and so so on that subject i mean I've thought a lot about the whole state of fashion blogging. and I was going to ask you about that, so continue. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, I get it. Some people want to just do try-on sessions, and they want to buy all the stuff or whatever they do, I don't know, and try it on and show you all this. Or if they just want to basically, like, serve as a, a model, you right, know, more or less, right. to show you a new outfit every day of the week, that's fine. Yeah. That's their deal. Yeah. I'm not faulting them for that. And it, <laughs> and it might work for them. But on the flip side, for me, I feel... Uh, fiduciary responsibility, mm-hmm. if you will, to, to show you a, um, realistic view, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, I love dresses. I love over the top girly fashion moments, but I also don't want to portray this picture of right. overspending and over, over consuming, right? right? There's only like so much you need, right? Like, it you just don't, all really gets don't need old. Much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I guess if I were to try to put into words where I stand in regards to fashion or in fashion blogging, I would say that I, I've got a renewed spirit um, to showcase only things that I love. Mm-hmm. And so you won't see fashion just for the sake of fashion. We're going to tell you about things and show you things that we feel strongly right. about. Right. Or maybe like we've talked about how to wear something different ways and yeah. re- not repurpose it. Yeah, but yeah, what, yeah, yeah and I guess sure. that's what it is. And yeah, exactly. So do you think on this topic of fashion blogging, is, is the interest industry... Like, is the bubble bursting? Did it burst? <laughs> I kind of hope so. Is that yeah. weird to say? No, no, <laughs> As, no. as someone mean... that might be considered a fashion blogger. Right. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I just think that people want more these days, right? Like, right. you can only follow so many Instagram accounts. And right. you can no, it's only true. see so many outfits. You can only buy so We're many We're pouring things. more drinks if you hear yeah. us. Yeah, we, we need a, a we pause need... to refill our drinks and take a sip of water. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of talking. So lot, I know that. I didn't I didn't warn you about that. Well, yeah. I know. A lot, a lot I know. of talking for you. I have a lot to say. You have a lot to say. Um, Thank you for so the, the Yeah, of course. It's so, a generous pour on your part. I, I mean, I got to keep you By the way, should we tell them that we, um, we just, both of us, neither of us had ever popped a bottle of champagne before this. She asked me what to get me to drink, and I told her Prosecco. But I thought about it in the liquor store. I'm yes. like, I can't open this. So but she'll be When able I to. came over, I, I assumed she would know how nope. to, and she didn't. So we had nope. to FaceTime my sister <laughs> yep. and ask how to do this. Who we're going to be calling soon for a call-in question, which I've never done before in the podcast. Yeah, so we um, basically learned a new life skill right before this Correct. Podcast. And now I can... Well, actually, I didn't do it. It was you. You watched. I mean, Cheers. close enough. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so, fa- so oh Bubble. Gosh. bursting hopefully oh, yeah, yeah. not, so, not in a negative way no not in a negative way i mean but i think in terms of like all these instagram famous model types yeah can we all be over it like i hope that there's a sincere craving for authenticity and i don't mean authenticity in terms of 
burying your soul and no. being like, oh, my boyfriend broke up no, with me and like no. crying out. I don't mean that. Like putting your life out there. And um, I think it's going, I think social media is going in that direction. Parts of it. Maybe. Yeah. I, or I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, for me, I, I like to, to recognize and hopefully bring to the forefront what differentiates us. Right. It's such a crowded market. If you're mm-hmm. just trying to be, you know, a fashion blogger. Okay. When I look at myself, I'm almost 42. Okay. I'm not the youngest, cutest, whatever. Like, that's fine. That's fine. You're I'm so fine young with and cute. that. Right. Thank you. Thank you. She kind of has to say that because she kind of, you know, works with me for me, whatever. So, but um, that's not, no, but like, trying to do that. You're, no, 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 no. There's, you know what? But for any of us, there's always going to be someone younger, cuter, prettier, right. whatever, right? right? Like, there, we have more value than that. And right. So, my value as I sit here in the industry that I am now, at the age I am now, my value is helping others to mm-hmm. develop their business, right? right? And to, to bring some business acumen in terms of goal setting, in terms of, you know, being a, a data numbers focused businesswoman, right. um, you know, really knowing your business mm-hmm. from the inside out. Um, even in a creative field, you've got to have that, that business sense and that financial acumen um, and wherewithal to make the right decisions right. and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's kind of fun to bring my, um, what I learned in, 13 years at a very right. entrepreneurial company uh, in the energy industry to bring yeah. that to a whole different industry mm-hmm. because to me it's just second hand right? I, mean, I love like it. I love it. it. Oh yeah. my god her spreadsheets. Oh I get really excited about spreadsheets. <laughs> can we so Julie got me a t-shirt for oh, Christmas I forgot about that. Yes. Um, wait, what is it says um, I'm a freak lady, in the, lady in the streets but a freak in the spreadsheet. Isn't that cute? Well there was a I'm also a big fan of like Ice Ice Baby and there was mm. another t-shirt I had way back when that that had a calculator on it and said, if there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Oh, I love that. That's so, do you have it still? No, I don't oh, believe so. Okay. But maybe, but maybe I'll find it. No, it, it came up as a Facebook ad. I'm like, I don't know why. I don't do this. is not me. And I was like, oh my God, Carrie. But yes. it's true. Her spreadsheets. And she'll like, kind of get a little upset if ours aren't. Like she, she doesn't, we <laughs> don't do spreadsheets. excited about it. Alex and I, we don't touch spreadsheets. For sure. For sure. But, um, but our, the business series on the site is, people love it. We have a whole business series on yeah knowing your numbers and people love that. And that's, yeah. that's you. So you I'm love actually doing going it. to be speaking on that subject at several conferences mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. Alt Summit, Mom right. 2.0, mm-hmm. Summit Create and Cultivate in Austin. So yeah, I mean, really getting the, the word out there and empowering other business women, other creative women to, um, to, to run their business mm-hmm. with a business mindset, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it's great to be creative, but you've also got to, to be able to make, Right. data-driven decisions right. on what's best for your business. Which I also think is cool because we're all about, like, there's room for all of us. Like, com- what is it? Community over competition? There you go. Colla- mm-hmm. Whatever. And you're, you're like, wanting to help people to help further yeah. their business. You're not like, I mean, that's a great thing. Because some people wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's crazy how many people I've come across mm-hmm. in this um, realm who, you know, they won't share contacts or oh, they won't gosh, share best yeah. practices. And, you know, it's this... this um, scarcity mindset yeah. I think they call yeah. it right whereas I like to think that that we operate from an ab- abundance mindset right. meaning that there is enough success for to go around right there's of enough course. room for us all to yeah. be successful your success mm-hmm. doesn't take away from mine no. it only adds to it right right, right. so right. so yeah I mean let's all be successful right and how I love that and you're helping others to 
build their business. So, okay, so now I want to get, well, actually, this might be a good Kelly time because <laughs> oh I want to do, um, well, actually, we jumped around a lot, but there are a couple more things I want to ask them that also were asked. We're going to go to questions that people sent it, that people sent in. <laughs> so it's a radio show. Yeah. No, but what, what would you say is your most rewarding part of running your business and most, oh, I spilled, and most rewarding part of being a mother and then the most challenging of both? I was, I meant to ask one of those earlier, but I want to hear now. Get to it. Uh, can I say? <laughs> I thought I'm it was scared. funny. Which is, <laughs> the hardest part about running your business, the, d- dealing with managing people. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that, but with the probably because you're my people. I know. So, no, you're not. You're but not. But I can. Person. I don't think I could ever manage people. I don't yeah, I, I don't do well. Like I'm not good at the part that has to have like frank conversation. No, you're not. When we've emailed about money. more serious stuff, I'm like. Literally, I start. I hate talking about this. I know you hate talking about this too, but can we talk about this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then we, we, it always is fine. It's fine, but, like, but I'm, yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah. And I was that way when I, you know, worked in the yeah, corporate. I, I hated like, uh, you know, annual performance reviews mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Doing mine or, you know, administering yeah. someone else's. I hate Ew, that. Fuck Ew. that. No. Exactly. So, so that would be for business. And then what's your favorite? What's the most rewarding part of it? I don't of? know if that's really my answer. But oh, okay. I'm thinking. <laughs> I forced it. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be um, mine. Emails, I hate emails. Oh, God, she's the worst. That's Just true. email me. Yes, exactly, y'all. Julie at CarrieColbert.com. Your chance of getting a reply goes up exponentially if you if you just put Julie Ju- right. instead of Carrie. Yes, yeah. True. So yeah, no, for sure. Like Julie has to send me like nightly lists. Well, because like, you have the you have these ideas, but like well, and like my my, my time is yeah, my time is better spent mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know in spreadsheets or in you know creative ideas. Yes, either one of those. Like I like yeah, just really diving into the information. Not necessarily. Necessarily the like facilitation of the photo yes. shoot or the yeah, yeah you know, the logistics yeah and you the don't emails like emails yeah. and the just make it happen yeah just make it happen and tell I'm me about like, it afterwards right right <laughs> I don't need to know about all I don't the, need to know like the labor what happened and everything just show me the baby <laughs> definitely yes not. um your okay so what's your most rewarding <laughs> part of the job oh <laughs> being able to hopefully um you know help others yes and being yes, able yes. to to just kind of you know make the world a better place is that a bit cheesy? It's cheesy, but I it like it. I like it. AF. Um, no, but seriously, like I mean, it's color, right? And it's positivity. Yeah, and it's, it's, like it's right. it's nothing world changing, no. groundbreaking. But hopefully, we are brightening mm-hmm. brightening someone's day. Yep. Um, we are helping them to do their job a bit better. We are empowering them to maybe live a bit more boldly in their life, or whatever the case right. may be. Hopefully, we're having you know some sort of additive positive right. impact right. on our little corner of the world. I love that. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> keep drinking. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I know we're like going back, but like I feel like this conversation could go for hours but wait, anyway. You, you asked me about best and worst part of being a mother. Right, and that's what I was so I know we already talked about Elba. We're going to talk about it again. What's the best and worst? Because she's really cute. Not worse. That seems, I don't mean to say <laughs> yeah. worse, but the most rewarding and the most challenging again. Well, I'll start with challenging because we're there right now. Yeah. I'll quote my sister on this. She told Elba recently, she's like, I liked you better when you were 14 months. She's a bit of a... 19 months is a lot. She's she's an opinion. She's got opinions now and preferences. I mean... Yeah. she's she's not always the best listener. No. But teach us... Well, and I'm working on it. And you would... Even since you saw her last week, like, she's gotten better, like... When I have to put her in thinking time, which is what because we don't do timeout, it. it's called thinking yeah. time, but it's very similar to timeout. I'm not sure how it differs, but we call it thinking time. And you guys, this is a good lesson for even oh. us adults. Okay, you need to go to thinking time until you can find your happy heart. 
does just, she get what that means? She does. And now you can ask her, you know, so if she's not listening or eh, complaining or whining, right. or, then you go to thinking time. L, we're going to sit here in thinking time until you find your happy heart. And she'll still be whining. And then I'll just keep asking her over and over. L, did you find your happy heart? And now she'll start, she'll shake her head up and oh, down. Oh, she actually, yes. get, she actually say, does. L, where's your happy heart? And she says, right here. And she points to her yeah. heart. And then I ask her also, I'm like, okay, so are you going to listen better now to mommy? Uh-huh. And she shakes her uh-huh. head. She shakes her head, yes. And then she can go play again. And Wait, so, does she, does uh-huh. it, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to see You've got to see it. Oh, it's tomorrow. the cutest oh, thing. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's bad. And this is just that. like in the last couple of weeks. Because um, she's getting it now, she so she's it. understanding. She, okay. she knows. She knows. I have to listen. Okay. And she so, knows when I she's mean, not listening. She's so it's, uh, she is smart. So what's your favorite? I mean, you have so many favorite parts. Oh, gosh. I mean, she's just adorable. Like, Ugh. watching her learn new things. Yeah. That's the yeah. coolest. Right now, yeah. she's she's learning so much more in terms... I mean, she understands so much. Yeah. And you know, She understands she, everything. She does. I mean, she doesn't necessarily say it all, but she gets it all. She gets she it all. she does talk, actually. Yeah, she talks amount. a lot. She talks mostly in Spanish. <laughs> I know you know this, yes. but her nanny talks to her in Spanish. And so, I love it. But she can understand either, but most of her speaking That's amazing. Right is Spanish. So her first word was hola. Right. That was Hello great. in Spanish. Oh, and then oh, her second oh. word was comida, which means food in Spanish. Right, right. So... Oh, yeah. she's the best. She's, she's the best. Like she's just got such personality. She does. Like, Where did you come from? Like well, you. She came oh, from you. Really? Out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, funny story. Carrie, <laughs> we were I at Star. So I started working for Carrie. It'll be. I mean, three years now. So it'll be. It was two years this past October. Okay. I. But when oh, Al came in June. Okay. So I had already been working for, for you a for year. a little. Uh, uh, no, almost a year. Almost, oh, no, year. almost a year. So we're sitting at Starbucks meeting because like we know that that maybe well no, she was actually do she was actually a month early, right? Yeah, she was so we're sitting at Starbucks early. just meeting, whatever. All of a sudden Carrie's like, I, I feel like I peed. Okay. No, I told I, you. Just I, wait, like I'll I tell peed? the story. Yeah, I suck at telling stories. No, it's okay. No, because but there was something that came before and after. Oh, and right, I remember right, right, right. clearly. So you guys, if you want to hear the story about how I was in labor, this and didn't is hysterical. Know it, um, I know. I, not funny. It, it at makes the time. me laugh. No, it <laughs> makes me laugh, and it also maybe gives someone hope that labor is not a horrible thing because I was in labor and didn't know it. Yeah. So um, here's how this went down. I had a lot of insomnia towards the end of the pregnancy, right. which I guess is is pretty common. But anyway, so I didn't wake up until well, I didn't sleep most of the night. So then when I finally fell asleep, then I slept until like eight a.m. And Julie and I were supposed to meet at nine, and I think I told her that I didn't sleep much. Right. I was really, you know, tired. So let's go to Starbucks and meet. And so my game plan was this: I was considered high risk pregnancy mm-hmm. since I was over forty, and so at this point in the pregnancy, I had weekly doctor's appointments. So my plan was, you know, I woke up at eight, I was meeting with Julie from nine to ten, right. and then I had a right. doctor's appointment at ten thirty, and then I had a personal training appointment at the gym after that. <laughs> And so, um, so yeah, that was the plan for the day. Okay. And so I woke up that morning and my bed sheets were a little wet <laughs> and I thought, gosh, this baby has been on my bladder like most of the pregnancy and I just can't control my bladder anymore. Oh this is God. so weird. So I got up and I put out on my workout clothes, you know, my Lululemon, right. et cetera. <laughs> I go over to Starbucks to meet with Julie. And I remember I was ordering while you were sitting at that table. Yes, yes. Was, and like, I felt a little bit more like liquid come out and like, I, and I sat down with you. I mean, I remember this as vivid as, can yeah. be, as vividly as can be. I sat down with you and, um, and I told you, I said, Julie, if I didn't know better, I would think my water had broken. Right. I said, because I just cannot control my bladder. This is like annoying. You know, like I just felt a little bit more come out. Oh and, my God. And you, Julie, who's like me is pretty ignorant like, about all things yeah, pregnancy I mean, and birthing yeah, because fuck, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know and that. she's like. 
yeah, but if your water broke, don't you think it'd be like more dramatic and stuff? And I'm like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and I, I said, let's go ahead and meet. But I'm going to mention it to my doctor when I go down to the medical center. Just here. mention I'm it. I'm going to mention it. So we meet for an hour at Starbucks. I'm in labor. Don't know it. And, <laughs> and then I drive down to the medical center and, you know, I go into my doctor's office and I, you know, how you sign in at the front desk. While I'm signing in at the front desk, I feel more fluid. Oh, my God. And at this point, it's not just annoying. It's getting embarrassing because I look down and I can see it through my Lululemon workout pants, right? <laughs> but still, I just take my seat calmly and I wait to be called back. And I'm like, gosh, this is getting embarrassing. And now I'm kind of like sitting in wet pants. This is so embarrassing. But I still wait patiently. And the nurse calls me back. And she has my blood pressure and all this stuff. Asks me how I am. I'm like, fine I'm fine totally fine I'm totally fine and um then my doctor who I got to be really good friends with through this and she understood that I was pretty um naive to right. all things pregnancy and that this had been kind of a tough pregnancy and so she was patient and 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 she knew how to handle me right. okay so she's sitting out in the hallway kind of entering some I don't know patient info into the computer and I said hey Alicia um do you know if I'm next to see you and she's like um I, I, I don't know but we're not backed up or anything so it should be pretty soon I said, okay, good, because I'm having this issue, and I kind of motion towards my crotch, <laughs> and she looks at me, and her eyes got bigger. She's like, yeah, you know, actually, I'll see you right now, Carrie, and so she walks into oh. the room with me. She's like, okay, let's just take a look and figure out what's going on, and so she does her thing, and then she's like, okay, just as calm as can be, because she knows how I am, and you know, that, yeah, yeah, that this was probably going right. to, like, freak me out. <laughs> Roughly brothers a little. So as calm as can be, she's like, okay, so here's the deal. Your water broke and you're three centimeters dilated. And so you're going to, what, what we're going to do is this. We're going to put you in a wheelchair and wheel oh you over God. to the hospital, hook you up to some monitors so we can understand more of what's going on. And, and then you're going to have a baby pretty soon. <laughs> Legit. I looked at her and I said, when you say soon, what do you mean? Like this week? And she said, today? She said, Carrie, no, I mean within the next 12 hours. Your water broke and it's not safe. For, you don't know exactly right, when your water right. broke and it's not safe for the baby to stay in there for over 24 hours. So, yeah, oh you're going to have a baby in the next 12 hours. And I said, no, that can't be. I'm like, you know, her dad's out of state right. for business. My sister's in Austin. You didn't have like a hospital bag, right? I mean, not... no, I didn't have a hospital bag. It was a month. I didn't have a nursery decorate. I didn't have because it was like not. She was early. I mean, yeah, she like five weeks, four and a half weeks, something like that. So you and when I said no, that can't be. She's like, well, sweetie, it is going to be. And thankfully, one of my friends, it, my best guy friend's wife, if that right, makes right, sense. right, right, right. Um, so it's Elle's godfather now. Actually, his wife was a ner nurse practitioner right. for my doctor. So she got on the phone and called Brandy. And she was like, Brandy, can you please get to the hospital? It was Brandy's day off. But she's like, can Aww. you please get to the hospital and be here for Carrie? She needs you. Well, because it was a little unexpected. <laughs> Very. And I was just like, what the heck is happening? Oh. And so long story short, thankfully, not only was my friend Brandy there, but um, I think you were helping behind the scenes on stuff, yeah, and, and then some of the other hospital. girls yeah. from the team and some other girlfriends came. My sister made it in right. town in time. My stepmother made it in town yeah. in time. But so what, uh, I was oh. surrounded by a lot of love, and it was really as smooth a process as you could expect. It wasn't as I dramatic they, as the movies. They got me checked into to the hospital around noon, and they eventually had to give me a little bit of Pitocin to, to speed things yeah. up a little bit. But then I was born at 6.05 p.m. And you had an epidural? You had an epidural. I did, so you didn't but feel not anything. until the end. Oh, oh. Not, yeah, I was about seven centimeters. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, but, but it was I a pretty like spill anything for a long time. But after healing wasn't super yeah. funny. Or it's not yeah, great. yeah. But, <laughs> but enough about that. That's, that's anyway. I don't know how life. that, but I just want that's a fun it's story. Funny because I was into labor and totally totally no. I just said no. You're fine. It's yeah, kind of like totally. with the champagne. We don't know about babies. We don't know about opening a no, champagne bottle. No. So I leave that to other people yeah. <laughs> if you can. It's been our motto, right? <laughs> leave it to Arm others. Arm that out. <laughs> Okay, let's go to um, people who sent in questions, and then we oh, can um, see if we have time to call Kiki, because we want Kiki involved. Um, oh, okay, so someone asked, tell us about being an investor in Packed Party. We've already kind of talked about that Packed Party asked. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, got that question several times on mine, too. Yeah, so, so we, we talk, yeah, but if you want to talk more about yeah, it. Yeah, or- no, I mean, it's the coolest thing, right? Like... Jordan is just a go-getter and she's just amazing. And, um, her right-hand person, um, graphic designer, Nicole, like Nicole just has the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan has ideas. Nicole makes them happen. And, and Jordan is just, um, how would you, you would describe her? Yeah. She's. She's I, I, like when I met her, I fell in love with her, and then when I was she, we met up in New York without Carrie. Oh, like, oh, yeah, I'm Carrie's so a jealous. little jealous, yeah, but she's just she's awesome. she just gets it done. Like she just has these ideas, and she's just she a hustle. She hustles and just keep an eye out. We have some really exciting things that oh. we can't share yet, but they're coming this spring and summer. So anyway, great things are happening. It's just yeah. really cool to be involved. Um, the business is just leaps and bounds where it was just a year ago. So it's amazing. Yeah, She's, the really whole thing's fun. amazing. Really fun. Um, okay, so do you have? Hold on, someone else sent something. So, so in terms of what is next for CarrieColbert.com, what what's what's in the pipeline? Anything Ooh, you can share? Question. I know all of this, but uh, yeah, for those yeah. listening, uh, well, again, like in terms of content, we're. We're diversifying our content. We're in terms of you know covering different topics, um, trying to get a bit more real, right? right. Like in terms of, yeah, I, I like a lot of the the fluff, the pretty stuff, and there will still be a measure of that of always. Course. But we also want to provide value adding content, so we want to you know make your day to day lives better in some way, shape, or form. So if it's sharing practical money tips right. on how to save more this year, if it's sharing um, tips on you know, I don't know, running your business, if it's sharing, um, you know, home decor ideas or whatever, that's one, one thing. Keeping it real. So that's, yeah. So just more content, better, realer Mm -hmm. content, Um, but be realer. I just made that word. Will there be, um, will, will you have another product line? Yeah. So, so that was my next point I was going (laughs) to get to. And so we're also trying to bring some new aspects besides, you know, the, the daily articles and, and such that we publish online and our so, normal social media content. Right. So, um, yeah, so look for some things in terms of um, product development. Mm-hmm. You know, we had kind of sort of halfway um, launched a store when we mm-hmm. rebranded and relaunched um, our website about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. And it was great at the initial launch. We had a great coffee table book oh, yeah. and some other fun branded merchandise. But that was a, a lack of... Um, uh, vision or a lack of uh, planning on my part. I didn't really have a strategy for mm-hmm. um, how to, to carry the store mm-hmm. forward after that initial launch. And, um, you know, it just didn't really fit in the last 12 months of my life of figuring that out. Right. But we have some cool ideas that um, we're working on. Um, might be some exclusive products. It might be um, just curating mm-hmm. some colorful products for you to shop kind of the best of, um, right. you know, on our site. Uh, so we're, we're working out some options mm-hmm. right now, but besides that, I'm excited to be able to offer, um, 
like a new service um, mm-hmm. to some of our um, fellow uh, business women. When will that be announced? Um, soon. 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 So, soon. yeah, so we're, we're, you know, trying to add, not only diversify our content, but diversify our, our offerings in terms of um, having more, more color please right. um, stuff right. out there for right. right? Whether right. it's um, uh, products, whether it's online courses, whether it's, um, I'm going to be speaking a lot mm-hmm. in person at conferences th- this year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like a few other things we're not quite ready to discuss, right. but coming down the pipeline. Yeah. So, so there's a lot stuff. going on. Yeah. So yeah. Keep, stay, stay tuned. Um, okay. Now we're calling Kiki. She oh better gosh. actually have a good question. I know. It might be inappropriate. We didn't really go that yeah, route because, like, it wasn't that, you know, what we were right, talking about. Right, right. But I feel like, oh you know. <laughs> My sister we, literally we, has hashtag no filter, so I'm nervous. I just looked up Kelly, but it's under Kiki, guys. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Here, get oh ready, guys. Gosh. Harry's nervous. She's sweating. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm drinking more. Kiki. Hola. You're live on hashtag no filter. <laughs> so we are, want to call the sister of Carrie Colbert, Kiki oh. Colbert, as we've her name's Kelly. Do you have a question you can ask Carrie live on the spot? Gosh. Um, I mean, what have you guys talked about? Well, we've talked about L. We've talked about Hovita. We've talked about personal things, business things. We haven't gotten into the sex stuff, so I don't know if you should go that route. But what, whatever you're feeling. But wait, yeah, you're, Carrie, so you're, you're wait, you're, let, let me just let let me compliment you first. You're having a really good hair day. You look beautiful, sister. You you do. She's trying to butter me up. I, you know, so you don't ask her totally, anything bad. Totally. Yeah. Um, Carrie, okay, what is let's see, a good question. What is Carrie's freak flag? Oh my god. Oh, good one, Kiki. <laughs> what is your freak flag? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> What is it, Carrie? <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> Kiki. Is that TMI? I mean, not for me. <laughs> I, 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 would say, no, no. I, I would say, no, no. I would say, no, no. Maybe that'll be a part two where we'll talk about those things. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm okay with that. So did Carrie get into anything, like, juicy or no? <laughs> Um, I would say, um, how about, let's ask, you asked us a question in the, in the text message. What would your advice be to someone, um, about having sex on a first date? Not asking if you have. <laughs> I think she's laughing. I, yeah, no, I think Kelly has, um, described me before as being serially monogamous. Okay. I don't have random sex. I just have sex within the confines of committed relationships. I've described her as that. <laughs> on the first date. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we love you, Kiki. Call you later. Right, bye. bye. <laughs> okay. okay, sounds good. All right. Let's get back to your 10 yeah, questions. Yes, okay, sorry. Um, it is hashtag no filter, though. Okay, here we go. So this is kind of, um, I say it in every episode, it's kind of a rapid fire round. So Carrie, not that I gave her uh, like nothing, none of this is scripted, but no. these, she doesn't even know, like I'm asking, no. I mean, she's listening to my podcast, so she kind of knows, but okay. Um, 
We'll start a little deep and then we'll go different. Okay, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, gosh. I know. I told you. That is a good question. Mm. Just, we can come back to it. No, I let me think okay, about that. Okay, think that. Yeah. We'll Give come back. Okay, 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 okay. I okay. thought rapid fire was just going to be I like, know. I always Beach like... Beach or mountains. That is in Beach or mountains. Beach, 100. Beach, duh. Who would play you in a movie? Oh, I don't know. I've been told before. This is such a weird question because you can sound so egotistical. You can, but it like, could be an aura. It doesn't have to be a look. Whatever, whatever. I've been told like Ashley Judd. Yes. Like that we... It's so funny. This happens in every episode. They say someone. And I'm and like, I like, never thought about that. But, but yes. Yeah. Or Ashley that Judd. or Catherine Zeta Jones, but I think she's really pretty, so that's weird yes. to say. Yes, yes. I sit here with my forty-two-year-old right. gray hair, wrinkly <laughs> self. <laughs> I like it. Okay, what would the movie be called? It has to be like a like. Think about like a motto you live by, like something. I was I mean, gonna say more. Color that's what I was gonna say. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's I a little obvious. Say. It's obvious. Okay. By what? the way, we've got to say big shout out to our friend Justin at Circle Fifty who came up with the whole more color. Oh, I, for a second, I'm like, why, why are we giving a shout out to Justin? Yeah. Yes, hi Justin. Yes, he yes. Re, he helped us with our rebranding and messaging and all that about a year and a half ago. Yes, and you know when he looked at our business and our, I, I didn't even like recognize the the colorful thread that ran through all of it because Isn't it was so crazy? ingrained that, that was just me. He's like, no, your whole brand is about color Carrie. yeah it's who you are it's he's amazing brainy. and so he came up with the the tagline more color please circle 50 he's amazing yeah he's it's great. pretty much like um, rocked our world what we live by um okay what motto or quote do you try to live by daily your favorite quote basically oh um i mean i like a lot of quotes but just a simple mantra um you know work hard and be nice to people yeah and then another one is that quote that goes something about be kind for everyone you yes. know is fighting a hard battle. I mean, yeah. a lot of times we just don't know what people are going through. So just no. choose kindness. Be nice. It's just, not that hard. Just be nice. Right, right. It's really yeah. not that hard. Be nice. Be positive. Be, right. you know, spread joy. Whatever you want to say. No, <laughs> yeah. Just not, yeah. We don't need to, woe is me. No it's negativity. Not... Right. No, yeah. No, no, no. Let's just spread the, <laughs> spread the positive vibes. <laughs> okay. There's an airplane right outside my door right now. Where would you want it to take you? To the Virgin Islands. Wow, that's fast. Is yeah. that your is that your favorite happy place? place? Or your happy that, place? That Cabo, or I have not been to the Maldives. Mm. Um, yeah, something like that. Okay, beach I, clearly. Yes, I like warm weather. Now, yes. with that said, I'll give one caveat. I love the mountains, like Aspen, or right in the summertime. Mm-hmm. People can have that skiing, snowy crap. Like you don't give a shit about that. No, but you, yeah, you go, you went with Ella last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so you like, but beach is what you want. Yes, beach. Okay. What would some, what, well, you may have already answered it with the scrapbooking, but something people would be surprised to know about you, aside from scrapbooking. Oh, gosh. I th- did I mention, I played golf. Oh, oh, yeah, you, yeah, I did mention Which that is a fun fact. That could be that. It is, that's a yeah. really fun, like, random fact. Yeah. I played yeah. golf growing up. Um, the scrapbooking thing is, is yeah, those are, yeah. People. So I kind of already, the, you, went, already yeah. you already, you already went there. Um, what is your favorite article of clothing or pair of shoes or bag you've ever owned? Sure. Um, yeah, without a doubt, my favorite bag is a beautiful Chanel boy bag. It's, mm. um, pink with oh, blue yes. accent. Yes. I don't know how you would even describe it. Blue chevron. Yes. It's been on the, you'll see it on carriecolbert.com. It was a gift for my 40th birthday, um, yeah, when I turned 40. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's my favorite. Favorite, yeah. yeah. Um, if you could have drinks with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Oh, gosh. I know, it's a hard one. That is. I know. They don't have to be dead. How many of these can I come back to? 
Oh, we well now we have to come back to two, so we can. Go. <laughs> I'm stuck at this. What's your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, I don't like bad grammar. Mm. I don't like messiness. Mm-hmm. I don't like bad spelling. Mm-hmm. I don't like poorly formatted spreadsheets. <laughs> she has a few. Yeah. Um, okay. So that. All right. Did I name enough already? <laughs> You're good. Can I come back? I've got more. I'm back to that. All those sound a little petty, but I guess petty no, are but, petty. but that's what they are. I mean, that, that's I don't like um, loud chewers. Oh no, no, no. Nails so, on a chalkboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, if you have like, there are yeah. like two types of people in this world. Ones that have like zero emails showing on their um, phone, yeah. you know, and then ones that. Have, what like, are you? Zero. Fine. But you don't necessarily respond to the No, all. but I can't let that number show. I know. When we were sharing, not sharing an inbox, but our general hello at yeah. inbox, and it was on my phone, it would be so annoying because I hadn't seen it, but she already marked, marked it as unread. No, marked or as red. red. Sorry, marked yeah. it as red, and I keep them as unread until, until I deal you with do them. something. But see, my whole inbox would be unread if I didn't. Uh, correct. <laughs> so that's why okay. I don't have that inbox on my phone yeah. anymore. Um, celebrity crush. No. Do you not have one? Not really. Is that you don't weird? have like a hall pass if you were like married and or in a relationship well, and you t- could. Who <laughs> um, would be your get out of jail free card? I, I is this weird that I no, really it's okay don't if you have, don't have one. I mean, obviously, like okay, Bradley Cooper's cute. Yes. Um, who else is cute? I don't know. Like. So if you so you would never be starstruck if you I saw. I don't know. It's like not just looks for me. Oh right, right, right. right. Like we know that. It's like the whole package. I like intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like you know maybe a little athleticism. Yeah, yeah. That's always good. Yeah. yeah. Good in bed. We're not going last I didn't episode. Say that. that was Julie. That was me. That was Julie. me that said that. Yeah, um, let's be clear. Are, do you want to go back to advice to your younger self? <laughs> maybe we'll write a blog post on it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a great idea for an article. Um, no, it would be like just to be more. Uh, to give less shits about yeah, what other people yeah. think and That's, be yeah. more comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Like it's I, easy to say now. And then It is. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just don't work so hard to, like, win people's approval. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not – I mean, working hard for yourself is fine. Working right. hard for that sense of accomplishment is right. fine. But don't do things for the wrong motivation. I like it. That's, see, that's great. Know. You just needed some time. Okay. Maybe we can make that into a blog post when we're like, <laughs> we should actually. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Um, okay. I feel like I have so much more I want to talk about where we can't. But what are there any other questions that like people sent that are... I mean, some of them were variations of yours. Okay. That's I'm what like... I figured because that was same for mine. Um, I think that might be... I guess let's end it with this before we end. <laughs> yes. And what advice would you give? Because people love advice. What advice would you give to someone who's unfulfilled in their day job and wanting to, um, you know, start their own thing like you did? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, sure. And and again, I mean, every situation is different and so on and so forth. And, you know, there are always reasons not to, to make a move, yeah. right? Like, we're all by nature relatively risk averse right mm-hmm. we're all relatively change averse mm-hmm. so there are always reasons not to do something but if you're especially if you're unhappy especially if you you know feel that discontent mm-hmm. where you are if, if your passion is elsewhere if you feel that you're being mm-hmm. you know called to do something else just do it, do it. Yeah. right obviously like i'm an engineer i'm a planner i'm you know all that sort of stuff obviously i want you to take like the right steps to prepare right. for it but at some point you just have to jump. You mm-hmm. have to take that leap, and it's going to be scary, um, and it's going to be an adjustment, right? Like, to, right. in in my case, going from a um, very steady, <laughs> you know, nice paycheck, all sorts of bonuses yeah. and benefits and all sorts, sorts to, of niceties, yeah. 
to working for myself and you know you're mm-hmm. you're hustling for every paycheck that comes in yeah. and then you're paying other people and yeah. you're like yeah there's not much for me to keep this month right. or whatever the, I don't but know. it's a completely different I mean you have to that's scary yeah but you just have to make the leap at some point yeah right like you yeah. can't sit around and wait until the perfect moment if if there's anything I've learned in life is that there there really is no perfect no. moment right like the, the, the beauty is like in right now. It's right. these little, these, these everyday things. And so you just have, I mean, we don't get these moments back. So right, if there's something right. that you feel called do to it. do, led to do, pulled, whatever you, verb you want to use. I mean, if, if there's something just, yeah. you know, eating away inside, right. you, go do it. Just do it. Yeah. Try, and if you fall flat on your face, you're going to be okay. Exactly. You're going to pick yourself back up. Or, exactly. Right. So just yeah. do it. I do it I love that yeah I mean nothing's really really final in life you know except that we don't get a chance to do it again and it's going to end at some point so right so just, just go try it. something. What are you if it doesn't for? work, yeah. then change path. And, you know, right. course Pivot. Correct, I, I Pivot. heard that. Yes. Um, yes, that's a great. Okay. So, yeah, this, uh, it was great. Yeah. I think we're, this, this is, is oh my God, I we can talk like a lot I know. More. I feel like we should just keep going, but we can't. But maybe we'll do a second one. If you're interested, let us know. Okay. So <laughs> tell everyone where they can follow you. Not that so, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so our website is www. I don't know why I said the www. That Just was in case. HTTPS. The World Wide Web is where we live. <laughs> Backslash. No. It's... <laughs> Um, these are how our team. The, this is this, this is how our team meetings. Come. Tomorrow we have one at two. Do you want to join? Yeah, feel free. Um, we can dial you in. Maybe have some ideas for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, no, our website is just carriecolbert.com. That's C A R R I E, and then Colbert. Um, dot com and then my Instagram is just at Carrie C. Easy I gotta easy. say I was on Instagram the first week it ever launched. That's that, why I have. That's such how a you have that handle. because no one has that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's an easy one. It is, and I've contemplated changing it to Carrie Colbert, but that would be no, silly. No, do not. Everyone Carrie knows he's Carrie C. Yeah, Carrie no, C. she's keeping so, it. So yeah, those um, are the main. Places. And then Twitter's at Carrie Colbert, and yeah, but who really these tweets? Days. Kiki tweets actually. Kiki, Kiki has some good tweets. She favorites tweets too. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Twitter for my news. And Facebook's Carrie Colbert. Com, I think. Com, Alex, Colbert, we don't know com. what it is. Yeah. Um, but really, just Instagram us. Or if you want to email me, my email is julie at That'll want to call that'll, it. That'll um, yeah. increase yeah, that all, Then I'll answer you if you want to part of it. Anyway, sure, yeah. anyway, we're going to wrap this up and um, finish some wine. But then... <laughs> All right, now we're getting loopy. Um, you can always follow me at JulieLauren14. Follow Carrie at Carrie C. And she's a professional. And I'm a professional. Um, I'm super appropriate on my Instagram stories. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Carrie. Talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.